Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you are listening to the DIY Small Business Podcast. I'm a web designer, a small business mentor and a tech fairy and I'm excited to bring you another interview today with the wonderful Ash Reed and Libby Smith of Starlight Strategy. These two absolute dream babes have been clients of mine as well. I've built a website at workwithlibby.com which you can find linked in the show notes. And I had a chance to talk to them about all the magic they're bringing into the world. So we spoke about um, how really looking at the stars, thinking about these archetypes and reading our charts for businesses as well can inform beautiful decision making, really good creative flow, team building and just all around bring more intention and love into the way that we're making um, decisions, dreaming and taking our next steps. So yeah, I am really excited to share this conversation. I hope you'll follow their work. Um, they're so wonderful to talk to and have so many insights to share. Just a few announcements from me. I will be taking some time off in December, um, both in the first week because I'm having family stay in Scotland and then over the holidays as well. So if you would like to work with me in 2020, either for tech support or making a marketing plan for your year, business mentoring or creating a website together, then uh, please book a feeler call for mid-December. Um, that's all linked up on my website and you'll find it in the show notes as well. Um, and you can also consider taking my tower as a light in the dark class in January. Not strictly business related, but I think a really beautiful tool as well for business decision making. And just a generally really good way to start in the year. It's going to be a small intimate group, three live classes on a Saturday um, starting in January. And we will do some rituals, really connect with our intuition, think about what we want to make of this year and hopefully not get caught up in this new year, new year kind of madness where it's all about going to the gym and being someone who we're not. So I want to keep it really grounded and fun and come up with intentions and ideas that feel really good and authentic to yeah, what we want from life. So check that out and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for another conversation. I'm really excited to speak to two of former clients of mine who help businesses make use of the magic of the stars. So as you know, if you're listening to Daydream Rolls, I'm also really into astrology, into more beautiful ways of living and enchanting life. And I love that there's such a big crossover between the two different worlds that I'm kind of living in. So Ash and Libby are two such beautiful beautiful people. Um, we've built a website together over at workwithlibby.com and it was really just so insightful and like refreshing and heartwarming to work through the content and think about their ideas and the way that they're bringing these insights into the world. And as you know, I'm also really excited just to speak to people who are doing things in business differently and who have a vision that's exciting to share. So I'm so excited to speak to you today. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much for making time. Hi, Yara. We're so <laughs> excited to be here today. Thank you. Yay. Oh, by the way, um, it's also my first um, interview with two people, which is so cool. I kind of can't believe that this hasn't happened before. And mm -hmm. I'm really glad to be breaking that kind of ice with you. So that's cool. Yippee. 
We're yeah. excited too. Very excited. <laughs> um, I always like to start my conversations by asking where you are in the world right now, what nature is like around you, because I feel that gives listeners a chance to kind of imagine beyond time and space how this conversation came to be. Wonderful. Yes, I'm Ash, and this I'm speaking from Wisconsin, the central part of Wisconsin in Eau Claire, and. There is rain on my window. It's not raining right now. We had a lovely little storm last night. And it's certainly fall time. Uh, some leaves have dropped. Some maple trees are red. But there's still quite a bit of green happening. So it's um, fabulous. And I was hoping Libby will talk about the moon. What's happening with the moon right now? Because you have a good view of the moon when it rises. Oh my gosh, yes. So yeah, I'm just, I'm about 30 miles down the road from Ash. We, we used to live in the same town, but I'm currently in my office in Menominee, Wisconsin. Uh, and so I'm, I'm kind of in my little cave here. Uh, but yeah, the weather, the weather here yesterday was lovely. It was like my favorite fall weather where it was like a beautiful blue sunny day. Uh, and uh, it was just like crisp in the air, like that little bit of chill. Uh, but yeah, it's been, I now live in, a, in a, an apartment. The floor overlooks a lake and the moon rises right over the lake. So the last couple nights have been mm. just like enchanting. Like I just like lay on my couch and look out the window at the moon rising. I, you really can't ask for anything better. So, uh, and yeah, this like a storm rolled through like at four or five this morning, like I said, it had been raining. Mm-hmm. And everyone told is talking about it this morning, like out and about, uh, about the storm that rolled through. I slept right through it, slept like a baby. So <laughs> that sounds so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So I would love to know more about how you got into astrology, and you can take this anywhere you like. Um, <laughs> you know, you can be practical or magical or both. I don't know. It doesn't have to be a binary. I'm sorry, that was a silly question. <laughs> Just tell me everything. <laughs> Oh, very good. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it is a good, it's a great question for us, because it is a good story. And actually, uh, such a good story that we kind of featured it on our website that, that you built for us, Yaro, uh, that we each kind of put my version of the story and Ash's version of the story on there, because um, I think it is, there's a lot of people kind of coming to astrology right now. And, and I certainly um, put myself in that category. It's really been, um, you know, just maybe about not even two years since I've really like, like uh, used astrology on, uh, on a regular basis in my life. I, I didn't know my like, you know, sun, moon, rise. I knew my sun for a long time, but didn't know my moon and rising until, you know, like March of last year. I guess, really. Uh, if, if am I getting my dates right? Ash will confirm that for me. I'm not good at keeping dates, but um, you're good. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it actually, and I can thank Ash for, for getting getting me into it. It was like this chance meeting that we had at a mutual friend's farm, um, and she sort of, you know, uh, approached me with like, you know, some questions or, you know, wanting to know when my birthday was, and I was just like, what, what, why are you asking me this? What, do, what, why? Uh, and so that was like in September of of one year and they're like by the following March I was booking a reading with her so it did it really kind of like opened this door for me and I I think she saw something in me that I was a person who maybe needed that or was like really going to going to be very open to that and uh, so I've been using astrology really kind of like daily since March of last year so Mm -hmm. beautiful that's so cool do you want to add to that Ash well of course (laughs) (laughs) I always have been able to remember not only people's names, but their birthdays. 
And I thought that was kind of odd because people would just say, you know, like, oh, I never remember people's names. I started gardening by the moon about a decade ago. And what that is, is utilizing where the moon is in its phase and the zodiac sign to decide whether you're going to plant or you're going to weed or you're going to harvest. That's kind of the basis of it. And I use that for our farming adventures and um, gardening. And just probably about four years ago, it hit me that I could use this for my entire life. (laughs) Not only for the rest of my life, but for in every little aspect that I could. And being um, two out of 10 planets in Gemini, my sun and my Mars are in Gemini, I have like little passions and then they like fade away. Well, this astrology is not going anywhere for me. And I use it to book like dentist appointments. I use it, you know, to, to say, is this a good day for the Yarrow interview? Well, let me check my calendar. Perfect. Yes. (laughs) So it is, um, a part of me that I, it's, I don't know. It's just so, um, it's stuck to me, like my shadow, the Gemini shadow. That's so cool and beautiful and makes so much sense to me. I mean, I'm not quite there yet with the dentist appointments, but I'm definitely <laughs> open to it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not quite there yet either. I, just, <laughs> I do like look at the moon phase every day and look at mm-hmm. where the moon is every day. And I'm like, I, I'm very aware of, of that in my life. I, I would love to get to the point where I'm using it at kind of like the point where Ash is. But I, again, I think for her, it's very like sort of like ingrained at this point of like mm-hmm. thinking about those things. And so I'm using it for kind of like bigger things at this point. But, you know, it's, it's yeah, just totally the more the more you time you spend with it, the more you do kind of want to use it for for more things. Yeah, yeah, totally. definitely (laughs) um I'm wondering maybe this is a strange question but I'm wondering what you wish everyone knew about the stars like maybe this is something that got you really excited or maybe it's something that you feel is like the most practical tangible exciting thing or something else I don't know yeah so what everyone should know yes what I hope would be for people to figure out and it's actually quite simple search to what moon phase they were born under because we were all born under, you know, some point of the moon phase, regardless if we talk about um, tropical Zodiac astrology or Vedic uh, Indian astrology, we're all in that same moon phase. And then to learn the keywords of the energies, because it can be very different from being a very internal person or a very visible in the public eye person. And that's, you know, that's just like a small piece that makes so much sense. Yeah, that's something that's been really interesting for me, too, because I learned that I was born like just after a new moon. And then it's been interesting, as Ash has done more like astrology with a lot of my friends, how many people in my life then were also born under a similar Uh, under a similar moon phase right Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so that that's some of that power of like as you get into get into understanding your astrology and like moving beyond just kind of like sun moon rising things that um you you start to realize 
the impact that it is having on your life as you as you find these commonalities between your friends and the people you're choosing to be in relation in, in relation with either personally or in business um that it's 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 fascinating so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that is so funny because i mean obviously astrology is there has it's a universal <laughs> but there's so many things you could have brought up but i was just looking at my moon face yesterday and thinking like oh i really want to learn more about that i was born just like the next day was the dark moon so it was the very end of the moon cycle mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense to me yeah that yeah, is I, amazing <laughs> total yeah, permission total permission to be a hermit <laughs> yeah yeah totally i was like yes <laughs> yes yes validation <laughs> Yeah, I think I follow the moon stuff more than anything. I mean, I think because it is like really accessible, right? The moon is yeah. very visible to us and, and like we can, we can go out and we can look at it and kind of commune with the moon. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that I learned, and this is, you know, it's like, uh, I think I learned this during Vanessa Sage's Sage Priestess program. It was like one of the best things I learned in that. Uh, somebody presented this idea that, that the moon is actually in our daytime sky as much as it is in our nighttime sky and, and that it's sort of always present for us, right? Um, like we we think of the moon as being very like you know belonging to the nighttime but if you right. start paying attention you you can go out and find it most days you know for for at least part of the day in the daytime sky as well and the, and that a lot of the times it, it's there even when you can't see it and yes. that's like just thinking about that was it was very powerful for me of you know the kind of the, the the continual presence of the moon and then also that sort of like cycle of then when it isn't present and, and kind of like being able to go into that place in a, on a monthly basis of that mm -hmm. kind of life death rebirth cycle mm -hmm. um, has has been incredibly powerful so, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah for me too well well said <laughs> thanks libby mm -hmm. yes um i would love to kind of circle into the world of business a little bit so we have already touched on this idea of cyclical living a little bit and i think that's so powerful especially as people who are building small businesses and are present in the online world where there's so much story around constant expansion i think there's something so healing to return to the idea of cycles but um but even more broadly than that like i wonder how how you're weaving astrology into your business and how this all came to be yeah thank you uh it's really interesting with with starlight strategy the business that ash and i are doing together like ash does her own work under astro astrology and like being an astrologer for people and i work in this world where i'm doing organizational development program evaluation strategic planning with people in a sort of an academic setting right and I, you know i'm working with clients kind of you know all over the country doing this kind of work without astrology right so i have this like foundation and ash has this foundation in astrology and so like as we were starting to talk and i was using more astrology in my life and like we just need to bring these things together and, and it's you know it's interesting I've really made this transformation kind of like I said since since I started working with Ash of, of using astrology more and I come from this background of being very sort of like evidence-based my my master's degree is in psychology right so mm -hmm. you know I come from this place where like I used to wield the term evidence-based as both sort of a soft fuzzy blanket and a and a sword <laughs> it was like oh if there's not evidence for it it can't be true and through my own sort of like spiritual like awakening, I really, you know, I, you know, very late came to this idea that like, oh, what we think of as evidence is just like, you know, I kind of call it white people's evidence now. 
you know, it's just like, you know, there's like one standard for evidence and it's not, you know, you know, just because we can't see it, we don't know it's true. And, and so I came to see, like, even though I still kind of live in this evidence-based world where we want to use data to like help organizations make decisions and help businesses grow, you want to have like these like traditional sources of data that you can also bring like astrology in and, and lay it on top of that. And it is another source of data. And I'm really in this place where, and I, I hear this conversation happening out there is that I want, you know, we want to be sort of a, a soul aligned business, right? And as we try to move from this place of like the capitalist patriarchy, that we have to, we can, we can take what we have from that, these traditional methods of organizational development, and start to incorporate these other ways of thinking, astrology and tarot and, and other things, and, and really come up with a, a different sort of approach to doing these things where astrology becomes a, a big piece of that. And so that's been this like really important shift for me of seeing astrology as just this other form of data that we can use in growing our business and building our business in a way that's much more kind of like soul aligned. Mm -hmm. and, and so I bring all that stuff from, you know, traditional organizational development, but Ash is the one who kind of makes the magic with the, the astrology at this point. So I'll let her talk a little bit about how, how she's doing that for, for us and our clients. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. I not only educate and then help people based on astrology make decisions or have affirmations and validations of why they do something. <laughs> um, but I also use it for my personal life. So it's like that I walk my talk, talk my walk, walk my talk. Um, because if I'm not using it, then it's not like that muscle, uh, the muscle will atrophy if you're not using it. So if I not only have the passion for it, but then I am honing in on specific days to do something or, and then to have the courage to say, no, I'm not going to do it for that day because for whatever reason, then I'm really finding this backbone of support for myself my personal life, but then also with um, business and work. So then I can draw up a chart and that's a stationary chart. Meaning when we were born, that chart is with us for our lifetime. And then, then the planets just keep on moving after that. So um, with these stationary charts, you can basically get your foundation of when you started your business, that could be when you launched your website or when you first received money from somebody that can be the start of your business. So we can go back and figure out those dates for somebody to draw up a business chart, or we can um, basically relaunch and pick a day in the future. And that's a forecast. Um, it's called elect electional astrology, where I can figure out um, the best day of the moon. I'm sorry, the best um, day where the moon is in a sign that is displaying helpful information for the business, you know, depending on if you're service-based or product-based. 
and um, we we went through a very involved process of deciding which day to launch our our website that that you built for us, Yaro, of like really mm-hmm. looking, you know, we we choosing like all right, which planet do we want to rule our chart? Which you know, I, I, Ash can talk about it more in detail. But Absolutely, like, yeah. We consider we can, I mean, we considered not you know the the website was more or less done in in August, and we considered not launching it until spring because of like wanting to choose a different kind of like chart ruler, and you know, we. We did end up launching it, uh, you know, kind of shortly after it was done. But we were very careful in like deciding, like, you know, going through a decision making process of like, here are the options. What do we think using both the astrology information and then also like kind of our business kind of ideas of like, well, what are the things we want to be doing? Who do we want to be working with? Why do we want Mm -hmm. this out there? And so using both of those sort of, again, traditional business ideas about like what we need to do but then also considering the astrology piece of of all our options yeah and i wasn't afraid to actually we had two different charts we we i had a chart in um i think it was april Mm -hmm. and then after looking at it more excuse me that was rude (laughs) i'm gonna turn it off so not only was like big ben (laughs) yeah it was a this note of like oh we're doing doing this correctly by me saying, well, I had this chart back in uh, April and I was like, you know, we could get a better chart. And so I basically just used that as like our, our planning, our brainstorming chart. And then I said, okay, now we're going to go and look at it. Is it going to be better at the beginning of September or in the spring? And after lots of mental, <laughs> mental work. I said, no, this is great. Let's do it. Um, mm-hmm. We literally launched that one just about 12 hours after the new moon, mm-hmm. when, the moon when the moon and the sun were in Virgo. So, <laughs> and, and, and Virgo rules fine detail, mm-hmm. perfectionism, and um, it's ruled by Mercury and Mercury is our planet of communication, which is what Libby and I are all about communicating. <laughs> not, my chart not, is also <laughs> ruled by Mercury. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so it was just this, um, yes, it takes a lot of mental work and a lot of uh, weighing out your options. But in the end, I think it really adds t- a tool to mm-hmm. to this system of, of business. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's really, yeah. really what we want to do is help people make those kinds of decisions mm-hmm. using that extra layer of information mm-hmm. of, from astrology. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes so much sense to me. And there's two really beautiful things here that I would love to circle back to. The first one is I think I just am in love with this idea of slowing down and really bringing more intention in by choosing the right date. And I think in this online world that we're living in, it's so tempting to uh, go just for the quickest possible date and you like just push things out there and not giving ourselves enough time to really reflect and grow and position ourselves in in the wider context of the world that we're doing, the work that we're doing. And so I think that sounds to me like such a beautiful tool to facilitate that slowing down and also to think about just everything in the bigger picture. You know, like I think having been on Instagram for years now, I feel like shouldn't have that happened yesterday is like my constant um like the echo that I'm still hearing in Mm -hmm. my ears and and I think just with like how the internet has has now changed shaped our lives I feel 
yeah, just thinking back to my childhood where we didn't have the internet, timing was just a different thing. There was a different pace to things sometimes. And I love the idea of looking to the stars to kind of bringing that back. Um, and the other thing I really loved, I mean, I loved everything that you said, obviously, but the other thing I want to tease out a little bit is like, um, what you said about evidence-based approaches because I really love learning and curiosity and I love engaging with academic concepts to some extent you know when they're accessible and fun to play with <laughs> um, and um, and I agree with you that I think that our understanding of what evidence is has narrowed down so much and is very um, very much shaped by capitalism and white supremacy and and if evidence can include evidence in my body then I'm so for it and and I think that's another thing that I'm hearing your work really do is like introducing us to these different archetypes and facilitating a way for us to reach into our own knowing and our bodies and our sense of time and pace and right relationship even to see what feels good um which is like a, a conscious untangling also of the collective stories that we're living in sometimes. That was a bit of a waffle. <laughs> no, no, I love that. I mean, I think, I mean, you're a hundred percent right though about the, the different ways of knowing. And if, you know, mm -hmm. like you said, if, if one way of knowing can be what we feel in our own body, I mean, that's, yes. that's valid. And like yes. we have, and, and and that's not to say also that like if some people don't have that kind of knowing that's okay too is that like everybody has to kind of bring their own ways of knowing to this and kind of be intentional about the data and the evidence that they want to look at and and and, and bring into their work you know, right and we don't all have to like make the same same decisions based on the same things um so i think that that level of intention is really what I think our work can, can bring the slowing down and being really intentional about like making choices about, you know, uh, you know, something Ash and I talk about a lot about is like the right day to have a meeting. Right. And like, um, like, was that, you know, what sort of energy are you going to need for this meeting? So like, it, it, what's the right day that you can choose for that? Like, you know, you're still going to have to have like day-to-day -day meetings that just like kind of need to happen. Um, mm -hmm. But like, if you have something like important and you need a particular outcome from, how can you be thoughtful about, you know, right. choosing the right day for that? And, and I think in that process of also slowing down and considering the astrology, you really also slowing down and considering what your intention is for the meeting, what you want to get out of that meeting, what are your goals for the meeting? And even just mm -hmm. those steps will help help the outcomes of your work and I think again like you said Yaro sometimes we get in that that cycle of just go 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 and like we have to get things done and you know the pressures that kind of like the capitalist society puts on us um, is like how you know thinking in this astrology way can kind of like break you out of that a little bit and I think that's kind of that process of sort of like decolonizing our work right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes totally Another thing I would love to ask about is like how astrology comes into relationship for you or, you know, that could be relationships between humans or between businesses. I remember for me, when I first came across astrology as a teenager, it was all about like who to date and when and if it's all going to be a fit and stuff. Yes. And that has evolved a little bit, I'm glad to say, <laughs> but sometimes not a ton. <laughs> so I sure. would like to learn more about that. <laughs> Sure. With intimate relationships, I do have to say, though, that oftentimes we just look at our sun sign and the person's sun sign. And if I did that for my, my life partner, Joshua, 
he's a Scorpio and I'm a Gemini. Like they're like, no, don't do it. But with the natal chart, there's a lot more depth. He has underlyings of Gemini. I have underlyings of Scorpio. So we work, we're very compatible. So there's ways of looking at two charts separately and then seeing the compatibleness or the polarities of those. And then you can put those two together and that, that makes one chart combining those. And those, that's a sinistry chart. And then you can get the information from that. But just understanding when I learned a little bit about myself, very basic, and then I went to his chart and then our daughter's chart, this is like my claim to fame is that I had less stress in my life because I could point out pieces of why he was acting that way with his chart. It's like, oh, he's supposed to be doing this. Oh, she is like this because of this piece in her chart. And, you know, can I say that you can connect everything to a chart? Absolutely, I can. (laughs) Not everybody is, but it's just like that basic. And the basic would be, the uh, sun, moon, rising. And then if you know the birth time, what houses that sun and moon are in, that tells you quite a bit. So in businesses can work out as well. You can find out where you can mesh with the person, how that person's thinking and how they express themselves and how is that different? So you you definitely get a lot of um, understanding and compassion for people around you, not only in intimate situations, but um, at the workplace. Mm. Yeah, I think one thing I want to add to that too is this idea that it's all about awareness, right? Yes. And that, you know, kind yes. of what Ash was saying about like, you know, if she just looked at her and Josh's chart together, mm. they, they, on, the, on the surface, it would have seemed like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. And I think we really tried to do a lot of that sort of like, you know, we're not trying to like warn people or say, oh, you people don't go together or like, right. you know, like this, you know, it's like, if, if there is something that's kind of seems to be a conflict in a chart, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's being aware of that, of like, oh, this is, this is where our conflict point is going to be. People are going to have conflict. Oh, yeah. if, you know, if you know, like, the ways in which that conflict might show up and the times in which that conflict might show up, which astrology can tell you, you can work with so much more kind of awareness and knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you're still going to like have issues with people and people are still going to have points where like, they don't see eye to eye, but that's the beauty of it, right? Like if we yeah. want to have a successful team in our business, we need people who think in different ways. You don't want to build out a team of people who all work in the same way. So as you, you, as you use astrology as a tool to do that, um, you, you're bringing this really kind of like soul aligned approach with, with using astrology. Because I will say, people use all sorts of tools to make these decisions about teams. They use the MBTI, they use personality tests. There's a million tools out there that businesses are using. I see astrology as, as in some ways no different, but also maybe a slightly superior tool because it really is getting at us at a soul level, right? Rather than being like, I think a tool like the MBTI is very point in time. It's who we are right now. It's who we are in this context of the people we're working with. Um, Whereas astrology is really like, I think getting at who we are as people, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we can understand that about one another in either our personal relationships or in a a team setting, that compassion and understanding that Ash talks about, I think is, is so much more available when you have this a knowledge of each mm-hmm. other's astrology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a, a piece that comes up 
often is I'll tell someone according to their natal chart, like your mind works very quickly, very systematically. And it has this way of almost understanding things on a, on a whole level. Whereas maybe somebody else is going to be a little bit slower. They need repetition and this is just your Mercury sign because Mercury for everybody rules our mind. So if we can just understand just that piece from the chart, it brings in so much depth. Mm-hmm. And then the, the awareness, absolutely. Like just be aware that that person just needs a little bit longer than you do. Mm-hmm. And then my compassion flows in. Yeah, I love that. I really feel like this lang- bringing this language in of different planets and archetypes is so much more gentle and expansive than saying you're wrong and you keep doing this thing and like I see this pattern and oh my god this is just not working Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas I can see but but my Venus is in Scorpio what am I meant to do (laughs) yes yes (laughs) right and and like the piece that came up with me was just like before all this was like why are you like this Mm -hmm. like how can you do it like this like I don't do it that way well that's we're all going to, that's our unique charts. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I feel like we have already spoken about my next question a little bit, but I would like to go even deeper and see if you have more to share about how you're working with other businesses in a really practical way, or maybe if you have any tips to share about how, what, what businesses can gain from working with astrology. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we really did want people to come away today with like some, a few like, like takeaways of things that they could mm-hmm. even start doing on their own. Um, as, they, as they think about maybe working with us is, is really like getting a calendar and starting to follow the moon and paying like, I have a calendar that lays on, on my altar and I look at it every morning and I look to see what, you know, and I kind of, I, I would love to say that I just kind of like intuitively know at this point, but I still, I check the calendar every morning and like double check what like phase it's in. I know, usually know the phase, know the phase of the moon, but double check like what sign it's in and like if there's a void, of course, and like just knowing that on a date, just that piece, even if I don't know my chart or anything else, mm-hmm. just starting to follow the moon would be, and, and that's, you, you can pick up like really any calendar and and get a a lot of that information Um, and then like starting to think about like what that cycle means for you and like just paying attention to start out with don't make any decisions or don't change anything but just pay attention to your own energy and and kind of what's happening right and it's just as simple as knowing if we're close to the new moon or if we're close Mm -hmm. to the full moon Mm -hmm. because that full moon there's more abundance there's more energy there's more vitality and light to the moon So we're also going to be displaying that. And then if it's the new moon, we're going to be more, maybe more quiet, more soft-spoken, more um, wanting to stay home. It's as, as as simple as that. And then to go a little bit, another layer to add to that would be to figure out the element that the moon is in. So then of course that's learning the Zodiac signs in what element, air, earth, fire, or water. And that can help decide if it's a fire moon if the moon is in a fire sign excuse me then we're more 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 bodacious we're more bold we're more courageous on the flip side when it's the moon is in a water sign we are maybe not as verbal we want to communicate on a different level there's more emotion in our day 
when the moon is in an earth sign, that's when our to-do lists come out. That's when we want to clean <laughs> or organize, do the practical things of life. And when the moon is in an air sign, that is when we want to talk or communicate. What do we and do when the journal. moon is void? Of course, Ash. That, <laughs> so that gets a little bit trickier because then you have to figure out if this is all the geometry of where the moon is. It's the void, of course, is the, I'll back up. The moon moves into a different sign about every two days. So it literally goes to the whole zodiac wheel, the 12 signs in a 28-day-ish cycle. So having the moon in one sign for two days, there's a, there's a transition period from one sign to the next without getting too much into the geometry and signs of it. Um, sometimes the void, of course, can last minutes. Sometimes it can last all day long. And ideally, when a void, of course, lasts all day long or even just a couple of hours, it's a more of a spiritual time or it's more of a time to connect with intuition and the feminine aspect of life when it's not in that void. Of course, it's easier to get things done or have action and goals and go towards that. It's literally um, the doing and the being of us as a human. There are times to do and there are times to be, be. And that void of course can really help because if you're in a meeting and the moon is void, of course, nothing will come of it. And I have air quotes, nothing will come of it, which means you're making decisions. And later on down the road, you're just like, Oh, we have to redo this whole thing. Or, or why didn't that work out? Well, possibly because the moon was not making any aspects to other planets. And that's that void of course piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're actually working on putting, putting together a new offering of sort of a void of course calendar for people so that they can like, that would just be one like easy layer to kind of like pay attention to of like, can you like really utilize that time during when the moon is void of course to your advantage Mm -hmm. um, and and work with that a little bit. So that's, that's something we're working on right now is putting together kind of just an easy reference calendar for Mm -hmm. people to, to see the just the void of course. That is so cool because I think that's fiddly information to get sometimes, you know, like when I'm looking Mm -hmm. things up with the apps and the website that that I'm aware of, the the voidness of the moon is not something that's in my face a lot of the time. (laughs) Yes, right. Mm -hmm. And it's just another piece that we can add without even knowing your natal chart. You know, it's it's the um, where the moon is now. Mm -hmm. And it's... I don't know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So yeah, so those are all like good places for people to start of like mm-hmm. developing that own personal mm-hmm. awareness. But in terms of like how we're working with people, we, we, you know, on our website, we have several different sort of packages listed, but who we're mainly working with now is sort of creative entrepreneurs, like individuals, right? You know, that's definitely, definitely the, you know, way um, Ash has been working with people on that individual level. And then we're trying to bring in sort of that like business side as well. And like having, like making sure people have the business tools they need in addition to having this like piece about astrology to make specific decisions about their business that's sort of like an entry level point for like kind of creative entrepreneurs Um, but then we also have like a strategic planning where we're really looking at like businesses that have been like in business for a while needing to make some future decisions how can we help you sort of like build out sort of like a five-year plan for your business that is both aligned with your like own personal goals business planning but then also the astrology piece of like what can you expect from your personal 
personal, your, your personal astrology, your team's astrology, your, mm -hmm. your business's astrology. Ash talked earlier about building that chart for your business. Um, and we can really tailor a package to any size business, you know, uh, depending on how many people are on the team, the size of the business, um, and, and build out a plan for how we'll work together. And we'll, we'll co-facilitate those sort of like meetings with people up front and then develop mm -hmm. those plans so people have like kind of takeaways from that of like something to guide them over over a, a five-year period which is sort of a traditional cycle um for for businesses uh but we can really um you know tailor that to whatever a person's needs are um and then finally you know we've we talk, touched a little bit on the building relationships as what we'd really like to be doing is working with teams and like helping them to work better together and work yes. in this new soul aligned yeah. way um and like helping people understand each other better so that we can um that we can you know, do our business in a way that really like feeds our souls, uh, that we can see each other and have compassion for one another. And I think if we do those things together, we ultimately do better work as well. Um, so mm -hmm. I think that that's the way we're most excited about working with people. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to bring fresh perspective to people's businesses because it can get sort of uh, dragged on and oh it's another meeting but then once you start talking to them about their specific aspects or how this person communicates and the way that their mind thinks and that it just gets like really exciting and then you hear them say like oh well I wonder how that person thinks or you know like what about my kids I'm like yep that's a whole nother thing <laughs> but we're talking about the workplace because you're right if we can have the awareness for our coworkers because that's who we spend a lot of time with. And sure there can be the, and we can, it's, it's definitely like a therapy time too. It turns into that, but that's, that's the nature of hu humanity where we want to um, understand and uh, process with each other. And why, why not figure out in a way that is fresh and we have awareness for each other through astrology and, um, I don't know. It's just, it's helped my life personally so much that I, I just get giddy talking to people about it. And they're just, they're just in such awe. And a lot of times it is like, you know it. And if we can confirm it through this science, then you feel better about it. And you can lean into it a little bit more. Oh, Libby, you're here to start things. You are here mm -hmm. to help others start things. That's just her new moon phase. Yaro, you're here to help people complete something. Oh my gosh, I have a website, but I have no idea how to do it. And then Yaro is works some magic and she can do it from her lovely home there. And that fits her. She doesn't need to be in a big corporate office and, and in front of the, all the people. No, absolutely not. So it definitely, it allows, I think it, at the bottom line, it allows us to be better people. Yeah, I want to speak to what you said, Ash, about there is this like almost therapeutic nature. And yeah. I definitely found that for myself, mm -hmm. is that it it really did, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about having compassion for others. Mm -hmm. But understanding my astrology and working with yes. my astrology has allowed yeah. me to have so much more compassion for myself. Mm -hmm. And like to, um, to, to just to be more myself, I think, you know, that I mm -hmm. understand my, I understand myself in a different way. And then um, how that, that, how I bring that to work then too. Um, it's, it's just, it's really been, been helpful, but um, 
it, it does become like, I think therapeutic too, as you start to work through those relationships with people and like maybe a coworker that you haven't gotten along with of like, mm -hmm. the, you know, the same way you might, you know, need to understand your children better. Thinking about how you bring that into the workplace can, can be really helpful. And I think, you know, there, there is this hesitancy to talk about, you know, the woo things at work, you know, and I did, I put that in air quotes, you know, of like, oh, I can't possibly, possibly talk about this at work. But, you know, that's what we're really helping, hoping to help people do is kind of bring, you know, this out of the shadows a little bit and like, you know, yeah. make this something that we, we can use as a tool at work and to, um, by, by integrating it with some of the more traditional tools, giving people that entry point to say, okay, we're going to do this strategic planning together, but we're going to bring in this other layer of data which is the astrology and so we can still kind of like be grounded and call ourselves a business you know and, and I think <laughs> we're at a point you know kind of like where people some people still need that right mm -hmm. they need to like feel like what they're doing is very legitimate and um, you know we're hoping through the process of like coaching people through this that they can um, lean like Ash said lean more into the astrology of it and lean into that self-compassion and compassion for others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really beautiful and makes so much sense. I'm really, really excited to see your business grow and flourish and to see um, the project about the Void Moon that you're working on. That's really cool. So can we maybe before we go recap what you're offering and tell everyone where to find you? Ah, you bet. Well, I know, uh, Yara, you mentioned at the top that you've helped us build this amazing website. So uh, we, we did build it under kind of this uh, workwithlibby.com is sort of the, the, you know, umbrella for it, because I actually work in a bunch of different capacities doing this organizational development work. Uh, but you can go to www. Do we need to say that still? Starlightstrategy.com. And, and you'll, you'll get to the right place. And so there you can find, you know, the, our offering and we'll get um, you know the word out about the new void of course offering but we've got several packages there but really you can just go set up a 30-minute appointment with us free free kind of consultation to learn more about what we do and uh, we can hear, hear about what your needs are and you can learn a little bit more from us about our approach and uh, we just want to connect with people and, and talk about you know what they want to do with their business. Mm, cool thank you so much. And adding the the piece for Instagram, it's Starlight Strategy. Yay! <laughs> yes. Cool. I love Instagram. Ash, do you want to also name your website for your business? Ashtrology. Oh, so yes. <laughs> all I had to do was add an H to astrology, and it goes with Ash. <laughs> it was a big, um, healthy ego choice. I like to say that there's healthy ego and unhealthy ego. And it was kind of a, just go for it because it's so simple. And it's just adding my interpretation of it. Um, I feel like I'm part of a new generation of astrologers that really try to not speak the language of astrology to people because we don't know it yet. And soon we, we might. And it just might be like second nature when we talk about my son is in the eighth house and it's trining my moon and people may tap into that in the near future with our help. And um, I was just talking about my business. There we go. Astrology.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll link to all of that in the show notes as well. So if anyone didn't catch that, it's all going to be there. It's been so, so beautiful to talk to you too. I'm really excited to share this conversation and so grateful for all the practical stuff and the wisdom and the insight that you shared. Thank you. 
Thank you, Yara. We, we love what you do, and we, it has been such a, a blessing to work with you on our website. I think going back to a little bit what I was saying about, like, you know, uh, needing to feel like, like that legitimacy, right, is like, you know, thinking about building a website with somebody who doesn't speak this language around mm-hmm. being soul aligned and, like, you know, um, you know, using astrology and things like that. So finding someone to work with who we could um, just feel very comfortable going through this process with was so great. And so we're so grateful to you for, for helping us. And I know Ash has really dug into your DIY business stuff and it's, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. been so, so helpful to us in, in, in going through this process. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. What you offered has helped me build my own website. And then when Libby's like, we're going to have Yaro do our site. I'm like, yes, she gets it way faster than I do. (laughs) We definitely appreciate you. And this is such an honor. Thank you. It's been a joy to work with you. I hope we can speak again next year to see where it's all going. Thank you so much. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you.